Shady Pines, a limited series from Afterthought Media, where three gay men recap the Golden Girls season one. This episode, we're recapping season one, episode 20, titled Adult Education. First, from the podcast Catching Up, fresh from St. Olaf, say hi to Mike Lawson. Hello, Mike Lawson. Schmorgenborgen. Hi. Schmorgenborgen. Hello, how are you? Uh, and from the podcast Cocktails and Cream Puffs, but apparently if you ask if he had a cream puff with his cocktail, that's a very offensive comment. Fresh from St. Olaf, please say hello to Joey Buhecker. Hello, Joey Buhecker. That's not why I hate you, and you can blow it out of your Gefrugen Hürgen. Oh, very good. Well, you're good. The flog is you to you. How you guys doing? How you guys doing? I'm well. Good to see you guys. Nice to see you. I like – you know what's so funny is, you know, those of you guys listening in the future, you won't notice. But we took an extended leave of absence between, like, the episode 17 and 18. And mm-hmm. I remember toward the end of that, I felt very stressed about the show. I don't know why, but it stressed me out. Now it doesn't stress me out at all. I actually look, I look forward to seeing you guys. Oh, that's strange. Why? That you were stressed out about it at all. Well, you know, I like to prepare this show and take a lot of notes. And I think, you know what it was, was at the time I was doing a great, I was doing a great deal of stuff with the summary. And now I just, I just realized I just, I'm just going to copy edit the, the summary. Right. Anyway, speaking of when a frisky professor promises Blanche a passing grade if she sleeps with him, Blanche finds herself in a difficult situation. A job promotion depends on her passing grade in the class. Meanwhile, Dorothy fails in her attempt to buy Frank Sinatra tickets by telephone. After Blanche's appeal to the dean falls on deaf ears, Blanche decides to take matters into her own hands. She studies really hard, aces the final exam, and tells the professor off before storming out of the classroom. As for the other ladies, Dorothy buys some tickets from a scalper, Rose wins some tickets on the radio, and Sophia pulls some strings to grab some great seats. With so many extra tickets, Dorothy hatches a plan to make some money back by scalping the tickets, but she mistakenly sells them into an undercop, leading to uh, all three ladies missing the Sinatra concert. Let's start with Joey Buhecker. I feel I always default to my partner in life and crime, Mike Lawson. So let's start with Buhecker. Buhecker, what are your general thoughts on this episode? It's so funny because this whole scalping thing always... Um confuses not confuses me makes me think of an episode that i always think this episode is earlier also um i i actually this episode i thought was a later season mm-hmm. and i thought the one where they get arrested for prostitution yeah is is an earlier season so it's very similar they're going to meet mr burt reynolds and they get arrested for prostitution and it always makes me think of this one with the scalping anyway um what was the question? Oh, uh, I enjoy this episode. It's it's one of those weird episodes that all of a sudden, you know, 
Blanche is going to college, which obviously, like, if she's finishing a degree, yeah. she must have went to college at a later time, yeah. or yeah. I don't know. It didn't know. even occur to me. Yeah. I didn't, that's so absurd, but it did not even occur to me. How Maybe it's her going back true. after, like, 50 years. I don't yeah. know. And she's one I, she's one test away from it. She's like, I'm done. Right. I think she had sorority sisters. I don't know if I remember, like, back in the day when she was in sorority. I mean, it's kind of all a blur, especially since she claims she, she's, you know, 42. Um and the funny part is, is that if that guy just played his cards right, she would have slept with him anyway. I know. You know? So, <laughs> I he's know. lecherous. It's it's very interesting that they were attacking um, something back then, which was probably very common, but it's so much more um, in the news today. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that, you know, 30 plus years ago, almost 40 years ago, they were attacking this subject, which is mm-hmm. very progressive of them. Mm-hmm. Don't you agree? Well, oh, we're going to get right into it. Yeah. What were your thoughts on this episode, Lawson? I agree with Boo Hecker um, about everything. It was interesting to kind of see them tackle something that you could see on TV today kind mm-hmm. of still being done right. and not done as well. I think they did a really good job at it. That the one Sophia joke where she says, get it in writing, if you remember, right. like Blanche comes <laughs> in and she's like, Tells them what happened, and she's like, "What should I do?" Mm-hmm. And Sophia's response is, "Get it in writing." Yeah. That would have been my response. Actually, <laughs> <Not> out loud. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get it in writing. Um, it. I think it's a solid episode. I have nothing bad to say about it, and even the absurdity of Blanche being in <laughs> college. Right. <laughs> I feel like you know. I'm. I am here to ignore all those kind of just absurd things because. I'm here to, to to just absorb this story they want to tell me. This her butt will go away, but I'll have my degree forever. Yeah, it's it's funny that uh, that we never heard about it before, and we'll never hear about it again. That she right. went to college, you know, right. and uh, it's clear it's sort of night school. But she's one test away. From- it feels like every community college that Joe Batanz has ever taught at. Yeah, because I taught at zero community colleges. Uh, you know, uh, like you guys, I like the episode. Is it the greatest episode of all time? No, but there were some chuckles. There were some laughs. The, the plot moved well. Uh, it was a fun episode. Uh, I'm very curious to hear all of our uh, cheesecakes later. Uh, but, you know, the main topic of this show, clearly, because obviously going to see a concert isn't really a, a, a topic worth talking about but is this whole sexual harassment thing where you're right it's it's one of these topics we would see on television now but i feel if she were if blanche were treated by the dean that way in a show today he would have had some comeuppance as well where i sort of feel like he just sort of got off the hook they, but the thing is, I'm not sure the outcome would have been different. Like, they might have done the same investigation. They might have done an investigation. But, like, unfortunately, if they couldn't prove something the same, I mean, he's not wrong. Mm-hmm. That's still, that's still, I think, valid today. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what's funny is, and this might get this topic heavy, is I was having a conversation with uh, my friend about uh it was actually about it had to do with this type of like accusations and whatnot and i was saying and i wasn't was this about you no yes it was about me i was actually sexually harassing him at the time but what i I was saying was that what's tricky and i don't know the answer and i don't know of anybody who has the answer 
is like, how do you balance? I'm talking about from a legal perspective. How mm-hmm. do you balance? And I, I think there's a, these two things come to a head where the victim needs to be believed. Because I think mm-hmm. just like we saw in this today's episode, it's very easy to dismiss a victim saying that they were sexually harassed or sexually assaulted or what whatnot. Mm-hmm. But yet, the the in, the most integral part of our criminal system is that you know an accused person is innocent until proven vi- uh, uh, guilty, and that the burden of proof relies on the person making the charge. I mean, that's something I'm not that's even integral. Sure that's true anymore, but yes, but that's integral to our, in theory, our justice system. And sure. it's like how they, I, 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 this hasn't been that big in the story in the news, but I did come across it last night where some anonymous Twitter user accused Justin Bieber. Did you mean Justin Bieber or uh, Justin Bieber? Oh, wait. Justin Bieber. (laughs) Justin, I got caught up in the Drag Race episode. Someone accused Justin Bieber of sexual assault uh, like four or five years ago. And they named a date. They said when he was in Austin and this date and such and such a thing. And Bieber came out and said, you know, I don't usually respond to these things, but, and then laid out receipt after receipt after receipt after receipt of everywhere he was every second of the day uh, when this person accused him and how he was with Selena Gomez the whole time they were dating. And, uh, and he was saying, I'm doing this because this is very dangerous. I'm, he's all, I'm lucky because I'm rich and famous that I happen to have a paper trail of everywhere that I was. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I don't know. I mean, this is a, obviously this this conversation topic is full of landmines, but uh, but that's boo- not a new problem. I mean, Billie Jean is about that, right? Isn't it kind of yep. like Michael Jackson's yeah. like, you know, this is nuts. Like, I don't even, I don't know. This is that like, was before before DNA. Yeah, and I guess that's kind of. Are you saying like? I mean, like, how do you? accuse someone of a crime any crime like why is this no yeah i know but that's what's true what with 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 other crimes there could be physical evidence i think this is one of those crimes where it's very easy to be for it to come down to he said she said Mm -hmm. you know and if you and if you actually look at the circumstances uh i could see not that this should be the case i could see it being very easily going against blanche because they would say that she was a she was accusing him because she had failed the class and that she was at risk of failing the sure. time of failing the class and that's why she had the motivation to do that and yet it really happened, you know. Sure. That's why I'm saying like I don't know what the it's answer. Like is. every Law and Order SVU episode. Mm-hmm. So what do they do on Law and Order? But I feel in Law and Order SVU there is always some sort of smoking gun that appears. Well, yeah, it always tips one way or the other, or yeah. like, oh, here's her diary entry that says she's actually in love with him or oh my god she's pregnant with his child or... yeah so uh but now mike lawson have you ever been the victim of sexual harassment no i don't know i mean because of who i am like i feel like sexual harassment kind of relies on like power right and yeah. so i mean like i've been groped in public or like oh have you yeah like at a bar or something do you mm-hmm. know what i mean but yeah. but it's never been like I've never felt threatened by that, or mm-hmm. like I maybe have been like thrown aback, or but I wouldn't say ever. Um, nothing in like the workplace or yeah, anything like that. What about you? What about you? I was accused of it. <gasps> oh, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> it tell was, us, are you, how much are you going to tell us right now? So probably was 2001. It's so stupid. Mm-hmm. It's probably 2000 or 2001. I was working at Structure. I wait, don't the, remember what my wait, job wait, title was. Wait, the clothing the store? The clothing store? Yeah. Joe, is, we keep saying the exact same thing at the same time. That is the most 90, I know it's the year 2000, but that is the most 90s thing I've ever heard in my entire life. That you were it was probably you? Express at the time where it was switching over to Express. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you but, have frosted tips? Yeah. Oh, totally, totally. <laughs> yes. were, were you listening to Sugar Ray while you were at work? I don't even know. That's, they have pre-recorded shit. Um, I was an assistant manager. No. I was a junior assistant manager. Mm-hmm. And I was doing something with the assistant manager, a woman, who, as I was walking behind her, I said, don't back up. I put my hand on her back because she was backing up into me. You know, and since I'm similar in height, she backs up into me, you know, you're right on my crotch. So I placed my hand there. I said, hold on, I'm coming behind you as we were checking people out. And then later she filed a claim against that. Oh, interesting. Right. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, even my manager's like, yeah, I, I, when, when she filled out the claim, because I'm sitting there with that and the regional vice president, she goes, I, she goes, I said to her, you know, he's gay, right? Like, he wasn't interested in you because she was like, oh, he was hitting me or grabbed my ass or something. I'm like, I put my hand across her back because she was going to back and fly into me. You know what I mean? When you cut behind somebody and you go, hold on, stand. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So stupid. Nothing ever came of it, but it's so stupid. For some reason, I thought it was going to be like a little more soap opera. Dramatic. No, it's so stupid. I mean, that's yeah. the whole thing. I wish it was. You know, I think I probably said if I was going to sexual arrest her, she'd know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that would have been the perfect answer, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, I'm looking at this person who did wine bottle edging for their garden, so that it's upside down wait, wine wait, bottles. Wait, 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 hold on for a second. Just... So they were fucking themselves with a wine bottle until they almost came and then they'd stop. So they have upside down water, uh, wine bottles that are used for the, the trim of the garden. And all I can think is some asshole is going to run up and kick them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And just or you're going to be drunk and you're going to fall into the flower bed and. Well, that I won't see. I mean, that, glass yeah, cannon. that I don't see happening. But I just see some asshole walking up and like psh, kicking them. Glad you're paying attention to Golden Girls, by the way. I didn't miss, hey, bitch, I didn't miss a fucking mark. I gave you a story. That's true, 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 true. <laughs> I, I take it back, I take it back. You're right. I didn't, bitch, I didn't miss shit. Listen, ever since the Drag Race Canada thing, he, he now only sits on his phone the whole time. Yep, basically. Basically, yep. So did you tell the whole plot? They got, yeah, yeah, that's it. Nothing happened. Those it was really a, it was hard tickets to get. They got ten of oh, them. Oh, that's we're plot. okay with that. Yeah. Uh, well, well, you look, see, look, I was look. listening to the radio station. I normally don't listen to country. I normally listen to evening talk. Mm-hmm. But then they were, I went on, and they were looking for caller twelve. So I thought of the call in. I pulled over. I called in and said I was uh, number twelve. And then I won the tickets, and I said, oh, I need these for my girl. Can you imagine when Rose won those tickets, her probably keeping the DJ on, or they're just like, congratulations. What are you going to do with these? You can't imagine. My my friend Dorothy, who I live with, is looking for tickets. And she's – can you imagine that? 
I know. Well, she, actually, she went to go see him twice, but she hasn't seen him. The first time, you know, she went with her mother, and the mother got sick, and she threw up the whole time. <laughs> she missed the whole concert, and then her husband. Oh, I want to talk about. She the- didn't throw up. She passed out. Oh, she passed out. Oh, okay. Because it was oh, Frankie. Do you remember when we were kids and we were watching the Looney Tunes, which were probably from like the fucking forties or sixties, mm-hmm. and they had that really thin character on there who was young Frank Sinatra. Yeah. And they always had then Bing yeah. Crosby. And every time somebody, you know, even with the chickens, remember the chickens, there'd be a young Frank Sinatra singing and they would go, Oh, Frankie and pass out. Oh my God. So that's what they were alluding to as one of your references. I will say young Frank Sinatra in that mugshot. <laughs> Hot. He can get it. Oh my God. And he was arrested for fucking a married woman. Ugh. It happens. It does. Anyway, uh, okay, first, let's talk about a couple things here. One, uh, talking about Dorothy, is uh, she says that Stan was going to take her and then ask for a divorce a a week or two before the concert. And she says, you know, uh, I got the house and the kids. He got the tickets. I got the impression, I don't know if it's ever been super confirmed, that they got divorced when the kids were grown up. Uh, no, I think the kids, well, keep in mind that the kids, when we met the kids on this show, were younger, and so Stan left after 30 years of marriage. 38 years. 38 years, so they, so the kids, well, that is a confusion because she got knocked up, so Michael, if after 38 years of marriage, Michael would have been at least 38. Yeah. So, but, but they portray Kate much younger. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe just, you know, keeping the kids, she got to keep the house. And the respect of the kids? I don't, I don't know. know. I feel like there was some sloppy writing there. Um, <laughs> I think it's sloppy writing to say that she was married for 38 years and then introduced these younger kids. Yeah, that's true, too. On the, on the next episode, because the 38 years thing is at the wedding. It's in the same episode. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah she's like, 38 so, so years, my, Stan. And so Blanche is in a sorority. <laughs> so that would mean when her daughter gets married, her daughter was like in her in her 30s, like mid-30s. Could be, yeah. Because Michael's the oldest. But that also would mean that, no, that's not right, because then Dorothy would be at that point around 58 six to 64. So, yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Uh, but I want to talk about it also, like, it's just, I know this is slipping into the references part, but, like, the fact that she's calling in the Ticketmaster to uh, get the, do you guys remember, did you guys ever have, did you ever have to do that, Lawson? Call in I still do it. Wait, you can still call Ticketmaster for tickets? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the theater that I am employed at has phone sales for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Tons. Yeah. Probably like a 7% team, 7 to 10 people. For a hot minute when I first was – no, I wasn't just out, but I was just out of college. I I wouldn't even say dated. I was like – Hooking up with this guy named Sean, I so, which is funny because I sometimes look him up. I don't know why, right? Penn. And uh, <laughs> his name was Sean Penn. And uh, he worked at the Ticketmaster uh, office taking calls. And he would, I mean, the few months that we were talking and stuff, anytime there was a ticket, he would tell me he could get me like, he could like give me a heads up. Like he could get help me get the tickets. But he couldn't actually get me the tickets. He could only give me a heads up kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't I, I kind of like help you cut the line a little. Yeah, exactly. Do you remember when, like you used to call in and get a certain number to call in? Like they would release them at a certain time. There was a code number. Yeah, I do remember that. It's almost like the way they do jury duty now. Essentially, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
tell you when you have to call in. Huh. I shouldn't mean knock on wood. Thank God this is real nerd. Still now, if there's a concert coming in, I log in online and go on the phone. Oh, I only That's do it not online. The stupidest thing. Well, the problem with like big on sales is both of the queues are going to be so big right. that if you just get into one and it fails, then you're fucked and you it's can't like Hamilton you're jump on a yeah. You People can't jump on Hamilton, a two hour yeah. hold. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. uh so then, uh, so, so trivia, important trivia, because something we've talked about all season. This, my friends, is the first time Rose ever mentioned Saint Olaf. Oh, really? It is. I didn't even notice time. it. Yeah. Isn't that funny? It is the first time she ever says it, and in fact, it's the only time she ever says it. Saint Olaf. Every other episode afterwards, she calls it Saint Olaf. Huh. Uh, so this is the first time she says Saint Olaf. And then from now on, isn't that funny? That- I didn't even notice that. Hmm. I think that we that we didn't notice it and that this episode could be confused with an episode in a later season proves mm-hmm. how good this show really is that you know like they really do kind of hit it every time right right well also they slip it in seamlessly they get they don't hit you over the head that she's saying saying Olaf now it's just mm-hmm. it just it just comes in naturally in conversation as if she always says this and uh it works well I don't need to see that did you watch the comeback at all oh there was yeah, like yeah. Where they do kind of make fun of like yeah. how they're trying to squeeze in a recurring phrase. Well, isn't the hello, hello, hello? Isn't that the one that RuPaul yeah. does? Isn't that like hello, hello, hello? Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. It's from the show. Uh, okay, so let's talk about the references here. Yeah. We did a Ticketmaster phone calls. They make a joke. First of all, it's embarrassing. I often use this example. I think we have to talk about who Bob Hope is. Bob Hope, who will be on a later episode, right, in a, in a later season, uh, probably at the time he was alive, was one of the most famous people, right? Uh, he was a comedian. Like on the planet, you think? Yeah. Comedian. Well, I mean, he hosted most of the Oscars, uh-huh. and he was famous because he was involved in every world war, every main war with the USO. He entertained the troops. Yeah. So those are the two things besides, you know, and, and he was America's funny man. Yeah. He was a clean comedian. Mm-hmm. But really, I mean, the big things really were the USO. And he did from world, I think, World War II all the way through to um, Desert Storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did every war. He'd go out there and entertain the troops. <laughs> kind of a corny comedian. I, I like, especially in the later years, like I never laughed ever. There were times he would make me giggle. I mean, it wasn't ever like it wasn't Joan Rivers who I loved, mm-hmm. but that's more my style. Yeah, but super, super famous, and uh, he because he was so famous, he'd get a lot of honorary degrees. So when when Rose makes a joke about Bob Hope having so many degrees, that's what they're that's what they're referencing. Oh, right. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's also interesting that she mentions Bob Hope. Because in a later episode, we find out that Rose is convinced that Bob Hope is her father. Oh, that's right. That's the same yeah. episode he's on, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, she's right. She's convinced that Bob Hope is her father. Uh, but doesn't seem to cross her mind there. Uh, next, uh, Barbara Walters and her speech impediment. So Barbara Walters, Barbara very famous newswoman. Probably the f- most famous uh, newswoman. Like the first famous newswoman wouldn't you say like, uh yes i, I mean, know she was the first her, yeah go ahead. her most fascinating people of the year series and i mean most of the generation now know her from the view yeah 
but I think she was the first woman to co-host like the nightly news. I think I think that failed miserably, but uh Abba Wawa. Yeah, and she has she has it's so funny because I never really noticed it, but she has like a I wouldn't even call it a speech impediment as much as a an affectation. I think she, it has to do with her accent. Yeah, she has like a strange mid Atlantic accent where she says mm-hmm. Baba Walters, you know, like, and but she yeah. met, and so Gilda Radner used to make fun of her on uh, SNL and call her Baba Wawa because of the way she says her R's. And that's actually the joke that Dorothy's making when she says, Rhode Island. Rhode you know? Island. Yeah, instead of Rhode Island. Uh, but that's the Barbara Walters reference. And then Fa- Frank Sinatra, I mean, still, I mean, everybody's, am I wrong? Lots of people know who Frank Sinatra is, right? Oh, Frank. So maybe like some 20 year olds that are. No, I feel like everyone kind of knows. They probably know Sinatra. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not Frank Sinatra, but Sinatra. Now, they do make Mm -hmm. a reference when Dorothy, when Sophia's doing that weird, uh, like, um, how she got the tickets thing, uh, where she does say Tina, and he had a, he had a daughter named Tina Sinatra. Not as These famous, boots are made for walking. Nancy Sinatra. That's just what, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, right. That's Nancy. Yeah, but he had the daughter. I think she dabbled in the uh, show business. There's the only song I have here on Spotify is that Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Let me see here. Oh, my God. Watch out. You better not cry. Better oh, my God. I like it. It's very staccato. It's dated, but I like that. Interesting. And so you can, you can give me any type of Christmas music, and I'm in. Yeah, I think you're kind of right. Really? Yep, I love Christmas music. What's your favorite Christmas song, Joey? Oh, are you asking for a specific artist song or favorite song? Oh, let's do song. I and like a Car- Holy Night. And a Carol is different than a song, but yes, my favorite song Wait, is what's a, Holy- what's a Carol. A Carol is religious. Um. Oh. Oh, Holy Night would be would be my favorite Christmas carol slash song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, as far as renditions, for mm-hmm. some reason, mm-hmm. um, I have a couple that I really love. I love Jingle Bells with Barbara Streisand. Okay. I I love. Um, I don't know why, but I love Hippopotamus Christmas, and I love the Snow Miser. Have you ever heard this? No. But why the Jingle Bells question mark? Jingle Bells, Jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. We're dashing through the show in a one-horse open sleigh. All the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells on bobtail ring. She's one of those gay icons that I don't really get. Do you get Barbara Streisand? She's not on my list of, like, go-tos, no. I would have told you that I preferred Bet over... Babs, but I kind of like them both. But if you had to choose oh, one, who would you choose? I've seen Bat. I would like. I would love to see Babs live because Babs is a legend. The horse was lean. I mean, Babs is a Babs is a better singer. Babs is is a freak of nature singer. Well, I just feel like I want to be Bette Midler's friend, but I don't feel that about Barbara Streisand. Like the show. Oh, I think Barbara Streisand would be a nightmare. Sure, sure. I would love to sit and, and have tea with Bette Midler. I would not want to sit and have tea with Barbara Streisand. But as far as a uh, performer, I think Babs has much more range. I hated her in Hello Dolly. But I mean, like, you want to see brilliance? See her in What's Up, Doc. Fuck, she's funny. I mean, okay. that's a dated movie, but I mean, she's really great. 
Um, I would love to see her. I mean, I think she's she's a fucking legend. Uh, there's actually a funny story about her going back to the gay icon thing. That a friend of mine or somebody I know, I'm not even sure it was directly him, but it was a great story. That they hooked up with this, he hooked up with this guy and spent the night with him. So this has to be back in the 90s, easily. It was back when I was touring, so... Is this before yeah. or after you so sexually harassed this woman? I heard the story around that time, but it would have been happened before that. Mm-hmm. So the person goes back to this guy's apartment with him, hooks up with this guy. Mm-hmm. The next morning when they wake up, he looks at his nightstand and he goes, Dude, I'm pretty gay myself, but like the fact that you have a picture of Barbara Streisand on your nightstand, that's gay. And the guy's like, yeah, that's my mother. <gasps> it was Jason Gould. Oh, my God. He's like, yeah, that's my mother. <laughs> yeah, but who has a picture of their mom in the nightstand? That's still weird. And you know what? Well, also, I'm sure she gave it to him for Christmas. No, but hold on for a second. Lawson, Hanukkah. Lawson, let's, yeah? say you, let's say you did have a picture of your mom by your nightstand. When you were going to fuck a guy, wouldn't you, like, turn it down or something? Or just, that's, that's, that's not what I want to see. Yeah. Well, whatever. I'm just maybe it was just in the room. Maybe the nightstand made a better story. I don't know. But either way, maybe he wanted people to know that that was his mom. There's a framed picture. Okay, let's just say there's a framed picture of Barbara Streisand in your room. Maybe that's it. Maybe it was on the down on the dresser, or even anywhere in the house. Just if you fuck a guy and you're like, there's a framed picture of Barbara Streisand. Pause for one second. Can you just turn the camera and show us the framed picture of your mom? Mine. (laughs) It's weird. It's oh, just a I weird am. thing to have. Uh, yeah, I only yeah. really ever seen like on sitcoms. On sitcoms, when it's whenever there's the pictures in the frame, it's always like a random just portrait of the. I think the as you get older, those things become more prevalent. It'll never be for Joe because he lives with her. Mm-hmm. But I think as you get older, having pictures of your relatives around starts getting more. So where do you, where where are you know, yours? I probably have a picture of my mother in the living room. I'm sure. You have a picture of uh, your boyfriend. Probably her and I together from a cruise, sure. You have a picture of your boyfriend with his mother? Do you have a picture of his mother? There's a picture of him with his mom. I think it's in the dining room in here. Is Kevin's mom still alive? She is. Do you have a good relationship with her? I do. Does Kevin have a good relationship with your mom? Uh, Yes. Our moms are very different, but yes. Hmm. What is his mom like? She's a bit more stoic. She's very fun, mm-hmm. but she's a bit more stoic, more serious than my mom and I are. Uh-huh. She lives in New York. She's a former dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks like, great for age. Yeah, she was. Um, she taught dance and does. You know, she still takes jazz and tap and all that other shit. Mm-hmm. Does she and your mom ever? Did she? Did she and your mom get along? Yeah. Who's going to pay for the wedding? Oh, oh please. Please. <laughs> when you get married, I'll get married. I could see Lawson getting married. No, I can't. Lawson likes to sample every Skittle of the rainbow. I don't think he'll ever be satisfied with one Skittle. Is that true, Lawson? That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a mean thing, is it? <laughs> you, you like variety. What is the longest you've been in a relationship? I don't know, seven years? Six that's years? A long, that's a long time. <laughs> yeah, the one I bought a house with. Oh, I never knew you bought a house with them. Is that the one who cheated on you that you walked in on? <gasps> no. I, wait, 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 wait. I've never heard this story. What is the story? He's just, he's confusing details. He's talking Philip. Oh. Yeah. yeah. 
I didn't walk in on him cheating. I just kind of like almost got walked in on to be cheated on. <laughs> ah, oh, interesting. And why does he explain that when he walks in with this guy? I, he doesn't. He doesn't. <clears throat> All right. Well, moving on. Uh, I don't want you know. I don't want to pester Mike Lawson with a bunch of questions. Moving on. Um, let's talk about. Uh, we did the references. Cheesecakes, Lawson. Who goes first on the cheesecake thing? Uh, Boo Hackers first this time. Out of ten, how many cheesecakes do you give it? Oh, I'm torn on this, but I'm going to go lower than higher, and I'm going to go with a five. <gasps> Interesting! Oh, wow. wow. I I was kind of thinking a six, but I'm but I thought it was a good episode, but I wasn't. It's not one that like if it's on, I don't always stop and watch it. That's kind of how I think of it. So At there's a couple of episodes he's given that same score to. Okay. Not many though. What what so what other one has he given a five to? Let me, maybe he'll hear and I go like, well, actually, it's better or worse than that. I think the reason why I'm saying this is because it was either a five or a six, but I also know there's so many better episodes coming up that I mm-hmm. that maybe I was being a little too um, yeah. giving before. Yeah. So he is giving it the same score as one of our lowest rated episodes, like the break in. Where the girls oh. arrive home to discover their house was broken into. He also gave this score to Nice and Easy, which got fives from all of us. Was uh, that's when Blanche's visiting niece was a chip mm. off the old block. Yeah, that's a five. Yeah, this was better than that, but not much. Like this isn't one that I would like spend much time on. Lawson, let me uh, ask you. Yeah, go ahead, Lawson. Well, I was going to give you my score. Go ahead. I'm giving it a seven, and I I liked it. There's nothing I hate about it. I feel like now that I've calibrated the scale a little bit, I'm mm-hmm. noticing that, you know, maybe I would rate things differently the second time through. But let me I'm ask sticking you, with seven. Let me ask you a question before I give my answer. I'm I'm wavering between six and seven, but I could be I could be swayed either way. Give me like one or two episodes that I gave a six to. A six you gave to the pilot, and guess who's coming to the party guess who's coming to the dot 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 that's the one where dorothy's daughter kate comes to miami with an announcement oh uh you also give a six to stan's return when dorothy's ex-husband shows up to settle a piece of land that they bought you know i'll be i think this is all on there yeah six i'm sticking with my six yeah okay in a weird turn of events i've rated this higher than both of you I think this is like the only time that's happened. But it averages six six six. That doesn't shock me. It averages out still to a six across the board. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a eighteen total for adult education, season one, episode twenty. Interesting. And next week we're gonna be recording season one, episode twenty one, which is called The Flu. Mm -hmm. Um and it's about the COVID nineteen uh epidemic. The global oh, pandemic. Interesting. Um, Dorothy, have Blanche, you seen my heating pad? <laughs> Blanche, Dorothy, and Rose all come down with the nasty flu. So that's oh, it's like this is a good episode. This is a funny episode. Yeah, give us a preview. Um, for, for correct me if I'm wrong. Does it give you? An, is this the one where they're all going for the woman of the year thing? I literally told you does all it that. Mention that? Oh, that's all it tells you. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I and I remember like parts of it, but. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things I remember visuals. So I, the heating I, I pad, which, yeah. which it's funny about the heating pad, I'm just going to tell you, is when I was a kid, I didn't get the joke. And now I do that. I, I realized the other day that, oh, my God, I've been thinking of that joke for 30 years wrong, which is that um, if, if that's not a heating pad, I don't, know, I don't know what this cord goes to. 
because Dorothy has a heating pad underneath the blanket and, and uh, it's a vibrator, Jack. Oh. And I didn't get that until now. What's funny is this almost needs to go in references because Joey's going to have to explain to young people that vibrators once were plugged in. Because that's not really a thing anymore, is it? And I Well, yeah, if you want a good one. <laughs> I don't know. Do you use a vibrator, Boo Hacker? I don't use anything. This is a weird question. I'm asexual. Who guides Kevin's oh, penis? Who's guides Kevin's penis into your butt? Do you guide it in, or does he guide it in? Neither. Oh, you guys don't have butt sex. The- they don't need to guide it; it just goes in. Oh. <laughs> this this may be a discussion that is had on Friday's show. Oh, oh. interesting. This may be a discussion, which is going to depend. After Wednesday. Interesting. Are, can you answer a question and tell me if you don't feel comfortable? I may be able to give this to you off the air right now. Yeah. Are but you, this may not like be an on the air thing. This may not be shipping, in, in shipping goods. In things? peril? No. Okay. But this may be something that I Wait, will be willing to discuss off the air, huh? Is what in peril? My relationship. Oh, 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 oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is not in peril. It's it not is not. But this is something I perhaps will discuss offline. Okay. Okay, but just I just was curious about the tone we should be taking. Because there are potential, well, there are potential things that could be serious. That's why we'll talk about it off. So, uh, but just for people listening in the future, because this this episode probably doesn't air till about uh, maybe August ish. So uh, we're we're so actually they might get confused because they're thinking about the Pride Forty Eight streaming weekend in August. If we talk about it, I am sure on a future Golden Girl episode, Joe will comment about it. All right. So on the June streaming event, Boo Hacker may talk about what we're issuing here. Very interesting. All right. Well, Boo Hacker, uh, it was great doing an episode with you. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you. And Lawson, thank you for being a friend. Shady Pines, bitches. Thank you for listening to Shady Pine, the limited series from Afterthought Media. You can find Mike Lawson on Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. That's M-R-M-I-K-E-L-A-W-S-O-N. You can find Joey Boohacker on Facebook. That's uh, Joey. And last name B-U-C-H-E-K-E-R. And you can find Joe Batance on Instagram at Joe Batance. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Shady Pines is an Afterthought Media podcast. <laughs>